Hi everyone, welcome to the Inside the Boards podcast. So today I just wanted to give you guys a brief update. We are setting up and trying to finalize the release of our all audio QBank. Right now we have it set up so that there's a first and second year QBank. Uh, this one will include information for step one. And then we're also working on a M3 or year three QBank for shelf exams and for step two material. So let me just tell you a little bit about what's going on. We have three contributors for our QBanks. Right now we have Osmosis and Lecturio providing us with questions that we can use for our step one QBank. And then we have online MedEd who has graciously agreed to provide us with step two and shelf exam content. We're hoping to get these released mid-August for the Step 1 QBank, and we're hoping for a September release of the Step 2 QBank. Uh, I have to thank our QBank beta testers right now. They're providing us with excellent feedback and helping us fix problems that we didn't even know we would have with setting this up. Right now, you should expect to hear more from us. Uh, this podcast itself will occasionally present some of the audio QBank questions that you get, but that's just going to be a small selection compared to those available within the QBank itself. Um, once we have an idea of how we're going to release the QBank for y'all, we will let everyone know. We'll use this podcast as a way to promote it and direct people to that QBank. Um, but I hope you continue to listen to the information we provide to you for free through the podcast. In particular, we're talking with a couple of guests coming up and hoping to dissect more questions for you guys. And we have, and to what I understand, we'll have another Match Smarter series coming up in the fall. I'm hoping that we can continue to provide questions and I'm going to go ahead and apologize because I know with all the different things we're balancing, we're going to be doing less podcasts than you were expecting for the Study Smarter series. Of course, if you're now listening to us through our archived material, you'll find that you know there's still plenty of this stuff and you won't notice any of this, but just so you guys know. So I encourage you to keep listening to the podcast, and I hope that you will find the audio QBank, our newest project, to be extremely useful in the future once we get it set up. We appreciate all of your support. And now just to make sure I didn't waste your time, I'm going to do a question from the QBank. All right, here we go. A 21-year-old male presents to the emergency room with a painful stocking glove neuropathy as well as multiple blue-red spots on his thighs and abdomen. The patient also complains of anhydrosis and frequent paroxysmal episodes, particularly during the summer. A blood sample is taken and sent to the laboratory to test for potential inborn errors of metabolism. The patient is found to have increased ceramide trihexoside levels. Based on the patient's symptoms and test results, which is the most likely diagnosis? A. Fabry disease. B. Gaucher disease. C. Hurler syndrome. D. Eye cell disease. 
E. Von Gerke disease. Feel free to pause for a minute or rewind to review the question. The correct answer is A. Fabry disease. The main explanation here is this patient has Fabry disease, an X linked recessive lysosomal storage disease due to a deficiency in alpha galactosidase A, leading to an accumulation of ceramide trihexoside. The disease may be asymptomatic apart from the presence of diffuse angiokeratomas. However, the accumulation of the sphingolipids can lead to systemic vasculopathy and further manifestations of the disease. The symptoms and presentation of Fabry often start in childhood or adolescence. Patients may complain of pain or burning in the hands and feet that worsens with exercise or hot weather, as in this patient in the summertime. In addition to angiokeratomas, these patients may have decreased sweating, corneal clouding, abdominal discomfort, and back pain. Angiokeratomas are present in 66% of male and 36% of female patients with Fabry disease. They are non-blanching, red to blue-black lesions, 1 to 5 millimeters in diameter. The earliest lesions are observed on the hands, knees, elbows, and flanks. During adolescence, they may involve the genital area and gluteal cleft. Boys may also develop bouts of fever associated with severe pain in the abdomen and extremities, which can precede the amgeokeratomas. Major takeaway. Fabry disease is an X-linked lysosomal storage disease caused by a deficiency in alpha-galactosidase A, leading to the accumulation of ceramide trihexoside. The disease may present with angiokeratomas, decreased sweating, corneal clouding, and pain of the abdomen, back, and extremities. All right, so you may have noticed a couple of differences in how we go about doing this question compared to other questions that we've done in the past on the podcast. One of the major differences is we don't get into as much of the the incorrect answers, basically. The point being here is that this will focus mostly on the questions and answers and what the question is getting at. We'll occasionally highlight some of the incorrect answers if they're like if they are very important distractors or extremely high yield on their own. Because of the way you learn in an audio perspective, we want you to get the maximum benefit from the question vignette and the answer and not get too hung up on the distractors and incorrect answers. All right. Thanks for listening. And as always, happy studying.